0: This is a Tech Briefs Media Group podcast. Hello, and welcome to another Who's Who at NASA podcast. This month on the podcast, we spoke with Edward Chow, Program Manager at Jet Propulsion Laboratory in Pasadena, California. Edward Chow leads the development of Audrey, the assistant for understanding data through reasoning, extraction, and synthesis. The artificial intelligence system captures a variety of sensor data, including gases, temperature, and location signals. By sending alerts through a mobile device or head-mounted display, Audrey could soon be used to guide first responders through dangerous conditions. First, just to set the stage, uh, can you tell me what is Audrey? Uh,
1: <laughs> that's a tough, long conversation. Basically, our attempt
0: at creating the next generation artificial intelligence system which think and work like a human so what does it look like what is the the technology involved well this technology is based on something
1: called artificial general intelligence you know typically people talk about ai artificial intelligence where there's a the community out there doing researching artificial general intelligence or agi so basically, the um, in, in AGI field, they're variety of different different approaches. Uh, but basically, they, they kind of model the uh, the human cognitive system. Uh, so you know, in our work, we we, we combine you know, human cognitive system with. Uh, um, you know, you know, with with some some, some of the, uh, the the latest you know, machine learning techniques, um, and basically a whole bunch of stuff together uh, to 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 achieve the, the goal that we need. It's so more than just this kind of symbolic reasoning. Uh, it's actually creating a system that can look at massive amount of data. Uh, reason against it and learn from it, and then apply right back into processing data. So, so
0: it's become a, like a positive feedback loop. That's the unique aspect of Audrey. What kinds of data is being collected?
1: So, it depends on the applications, right? So, so we have that. Application that we uh, we do for uh, for example you know like, like the article that you saw is for the first responder. So for first responder, we we we,
0: have to, we pick up you know uh, sensor information. For example, so first responder, the next generation first responder project, they, uh,
1: they actually carry uh, sensor on, on first responder's body. You know, temperature sensor, heartbeat sensor, uh, and, and those kind of uh, things. You know, g- gas the sensor. And then we also, we can pick up uh, sensor information from Internet of Things, you know. You, you, you see more and more sensors going, uh, going to buildings, you know, like your intelligence monitor, those are on the network. There, there, more and more of those sensors are going to buildings, it's called Internet of Things. Uh, so so we we'll pick up information from variety of different sources. Uh, but, but, but the most important thing is not just collecting data, lots and lots of people are collecting data. For first responders, um, first responders, they're busy, firefighters, busy fighting fire, right? You know, police officers, they're busy doing their job. So they really don't want to be bothered with those sensor information, right? Nobody's going to watch the temperature going up and down. You know, they they don't have time to do it. So, So the key for Audrey is Audrey has to be smart enough to understand under what context, under what condition. That, that critical insight is absolutely necessary for the first responder to see. Then present it only when, when that's absolutely necessary. So We don't bog the first responder. We only provide you know necessary insight, uh, you know, uh, when needed.
0: So how does it make that kind of decision with the massive amount of data?
1: Well so 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 you know, there are variety of different contextual information. For example, um, you know, in our Audrey we 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 run Audrey in the cloud, right? Because we can in, instantiate, in, you know, Audrey agents in, in the cloud. So 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 how do we decide, you know, so you know, Audrey can collect all kinds of information. How do we decide what information? That's based on, for example, based on a GPS location, right? based on location of the sensor, where the sensor is located. If, if a firefighter is going to this building, then probably the firefighter uh, care about those, those uh, temperature sensors within the building, right? Mm-hmm. Where another firefighter is fighting fire, you know, 10 blocks down the road, then that's, that information is not necessary. Right. So, so, so the, those kind of environment information, environmental information, provide the context necessary to, for us to make uh, smart decisions.
0: And so, how does a user receive alerts in these cases? Well, so it, it, it depends, uh, but that's part of the
1: thing we're doing. So, what we demonstrated now is uh, is an Android cell phone based system, uh, where an Android cell phone based system. Um, we we make smart decisions, uh, and when we make smart decisions, we basically generate alert message display on the, on the cell phone, uh, and then uh, you know there will be warning, warning the sound uh, from from the cell phone. But that's only our preliminary work. Um, you know we are also working on uh, on virtual reality, uh, augmented reality glasses. So that so that uh, we can actually provide user with uh, with voice prompt and as well as uh, uh, visual uh, video guide. So the part of the plan that we're, we're actually working on now is uh, on those glasses. For example, firefighter in a uh, fighting fire in a building, right? And we need to guide the firefighter safely out of the building because there's some fire, you know, strong fire going on. So so with augmented reality glasses, we can actually provide the right pointer information to the firefighter, uh, you know, and then they can can see and they can follow the direction.
0: What do you think are your biggest challenges in in getting this technology to to work properly or most effectively?
1: Well, <laughs> there's lots and lots of challenges, you know. We we are still still in the process of building this, of course. You know. but, the, um, uh, but but uh, the uh basically the biggest the biggest problem in, in in all this is understand the context. Understand when does someone need to see some information. So context often related to what does the person do. Like uh, If it's a firefighter versus the EMT versus the police officer, they see different information. And then, and then, because information come from come from different different areas, right? Uh, so, 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 when do I need to give? Um, why do I need to give temperature information to a police officer? Um, you know, usually a police officer may not care about that much about temperature information, right? But under some some particular case, uh, for example, temperature is getting close to a propane tank, you know, and the police officers near that location, then I do need to warn them that. that the police officer. So so if, when you have all these different information, um, a massive amount of information, right? coming from different dimensions. How do I make that contextual decision? Uh a smart contextual decision provides that information. It's, it's a very, very very difficult process because you really need to have to do very complex reasoning, uh, and really need to learn and then be able to to Make correct reasoning. So it's, 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 it's that that's one of the challenges. There are many, many other challenges, of course.
0: You mentioned this being used by, potentially by firefighters and, and police officers. What uh, other applications do you think are possible?
1: Uh, well, we. Uh, we're working, for example, we're talking to, we, we haven't started this project yet. Well, one, of the, one of the conversations we're, we're having with, uh, uh, with Johnson, uh, uh, you know, uh, you know Space Flight Center is, uh, 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 we're talking to Andre Sylvester. Uh, his team is thinking about building this flight director in a box, uh, which basically, uh, you know, astronauts today, uh, you know, near Earth orbit or Moon, they always have a flight director on Earth. Uh who, uh who watch over the, the astronauts right um mm-hmm. uh, but when we go when when we go to mars uh that, that 20 minutes communication time is just you know you can't have that life uh, you know flight director watching the the, the the astronaut anymore so they would like to build a flight director in a box um where where, where audrey technology will provide instant um you know flight director decision support um, you know, uh, on, on, the, on, on, on Mars. And then of course, uh, the, the human flight director uh, will be able to look at the aggregate information uh, and, 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 and teach Audrey, uh, because Audrey's a learning system, right? So we'll be able to teach Audrey later. But, but for immediate decisions, uh, the, the flight director will be, <laughs> we're gonna have a flight director in a box. We'll, uh, we want a flight director in a box where, where there will be immediate report.
0: Where has this been tested so far?
1: Uh, it's, it's, we we have um, uh, uh, we use
0: this for Department Defense project, um, which uh, not a deligibility
1: of discussing that in detail. Uh, but but we, we actually process real data, um, and then uh, and then we were able to to produce results, um, uh, you know, surpassing human performance. You're uh, using Audrey technology. Uh, and and uh, so, so because, because when we process data, there are a lot of ambiguities. Uh, you know, when you get millions and millions of data, right, and uh, you know, when you're trying to make decisions, <laughs> because of very complex situation. no two situations look the same. They're always different, right? So, so, so typically, when we apply general rules to it, then, then you're going to end up with with, um, for example, you know, like what we possibly, we initially ran it with 5,000 amb- ambiguous conditions, ambiguous data points, right? So typically what happened is you have, you have a human operator uh, going there and look through this 5,000 line, this doesn't matter, that doesn't matter, this should go, this way, that should go that way, right? So by applying Audrey technology to it, we were able to drop down 5,000 down to six, um, and then humans can come in and make those decisions. Typically, typically what happened with those six is actually, uh, yeah, actually, it's, it's actually a legitimate condition uh, that that you know that has some, something wrong with the original data. Uh, you yeah, know, so 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 basically, we, in, in, uh, we we were able to help humans to save huge amount of time by applying human. Human kind of reasoning and learning uh, at, the, at, the, at the sunset uh, of, the,
0: of the, the project. And, and, and what, you, what are you working on now regarding Audrey? Um, well, it, 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 this, this, this project—we've been
1: working on this for the last what, five or six years. It's going to hopefully going to continue for many years, many years to come. But the most important aspect. Of of Audrey is actually, uh, we, 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 you see, the reason we built Audrey in the cloud is not because you know it's, it's not because just because we need computing uh, you know resource. Obviously, we need computing resource. But the, but the, the reason we built doing the cloud, is we want Audrey to collaborate. Mm-hmm. Right. So if we, for example, you know, I have Audrey, you know, who's, uh, my Audrey know ads, right? Know everything about Ed and what that does. And you have Audrey, right? And uh, you know, so, so, so today, you know, today when you call me, sorry, I forgot about that. I mm-hmm. was scheduled because I was doing a tour, so my phone, you know, you know, the 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 fifteen minutes, one minute, I didn't look, look at it. When you call me, it's kind of caught extra price, right? Oh no problem. So, so what? What if your Audrey and my Audrey talk? Uh, and, and then, uh, and then, and then we, you know, Audrey can actually inform me. Uh, that actually helped me with, with, with my scheduling, which is a simplest thing. But really what we're trying to do is when your Audrey and my Audrey talk,
0: they will talk because they understand data. They understand what their data means. Mm-hmm. So, so the real implication is
1: collaboration, is innovation. Right, because, because when the system can come back and tell me that hey, you know, I just saw something over there talking about AGI, You know, you may want to pay attention to this. Um, and, 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 and so, so then, then I will pay attention because the system knows what, what 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 I what I need. Right, instead of coming back with five thousand messages when you do a Google search, system come back with a few critical things that I need to see that's when I can actually pay attention and then I will be able to look at it, you know, come up with my idea, feedback into the system and then then yours audio will learn more. And that's that's when, um, when when the true collaboration innovation will come from. So we see Audrey as the as the actually fundamental way of changing um, you know, how human and machine working together.
0: So is that what you're working on now is, is developing that collaboration capability? Yeah.
1: We're starting to to, to to work on that that now uh, because uh, what we demonstrated you know, under actually under the Department of Defense project was uh, um, in, you know like this you know, one of the key differences between Audrey and many many other things in, in in the Audrey case where human and, and machine working together. Right. Uh, so, so for example, like in the DOD case, first we have experts uh, come in, and um, I don't know how much <laughs> you, know, you know, go into this. Traditionally, traditionally, uh, artificial intelligence works in a way that some human will sit down and uh, think about something. How do we solve this problem? So they create a model. So they write a program, right? And that that's basically a model. Mm-hmm. You do the modeling, and then you you use that to solve problems uh but 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 the problem with that approach is um you know whenever environment change model doesn't work that's why AI doesn't work very well AI becomes become very specialized things right so recently for example like google google you know google those those kind of kind of game that you you, you see uh they use data they use lots and lots and lots of data to train machine, so for example, um, you know, to train machine to uh, train Google to uh, to recognize the cat, they use 10 million videos on the internet for Google to recognize the cat, All right? Uh, so so, so two extremes. Right? One is somebody creating a model, uh, but environment change model doesn't work. The other one is using massive, massive amount of data and then and then use that to uh, to create the uh, uh, to to have system learn. But in, in, in our NASA world. Um, We are not Google, right? Google, everybody, we all contribute data to Google. So Google, they get data for free. But in NASA, when we go to Mars, when we go to Mars, you know, JPL we have to send, you know, we we, we built, you know, uh, a surveyor mission, right? Supported NASA, we built several missions to map the entire Mars out. Right? And then and then we, we, we have exact uh, picture, we understand everything and then our scientists sit down and plan everything. So before we go there, we we'll send over there, we plan everything else. So, so how expensive is that data? That data costs hundreds of millions of dollars. Right. What we have demonstrated in the DOD project is is when when humans start with some kind of initial knowledge, this kinda of like initial model, right? We took human created model and then we use small amount of data to refine human model. We actually come back and tell humans that, based on these data processing, I suggest you change this way. And humans look at it, mm, good, uh, so train the system, so train Audrey. Uh, so with that, then, then we can actually achieve similar, similar performance uh, with much less training data than, than, than Google's approach right and instead of using 10 million you know sometimes sometimes you know, a few dozen data points is pretty pretty good enough for us to to achieve very good uh very good performance actually we did a test uh which just just you know like like a, you know less than 10 data set we're able to achieve the same kind of game playing performance with, with with human versus versus audrey you know uh uh we're still doing we're still doing doing that kind of quantitative Test right now is a very very hard problem. but but the, the bottom line is, you see, with Audrey, uh, we can actually achieve similar performance using much less training data, and, and that that's another thing which which make key difference between Audrey and many many other technologies. That's why we believe is actually it actually will have more impact than than some of the deep learning stuff because just simply because data is expensive.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What has yeah, been? i to just hoping I don't make sense to you. <laughs>
0: sure, sure. What what has been your role in the development of the Audrey technology?
1: So I'm the PI for the uh, uh, for the, um, the EOD project, uh, and uh, I also um, the program manager, uh, you know, for working with DHS on, on some of the on the Audrey project. Uh,
0: and. W- Finally, what is most exciting to you about this technology? Well, the most exciting to me is, is uh, can we create a software which, um, which is,
1: um, how do I say it? I don't want to say smarter than, than human because it is not. Right? <laughs> it is not smarter than human, uh, but, but what, we have pro- what we have proven is is we we can capture human lives and then we were able to to actually um, uh, be able to process a lot more data than human has the has the energy to do uh so 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 to me to me you know uh, with this kind of um capability uh, my my dream one day is actually have have my personal audrey uh helping me to process all the data um, you know, around me, all the data that I need to see, all the related contacts, to help me to 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 save time and then, uh, uh, so I can do the do the innovative things that I'm 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 designed to do.